0: Welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm your host, Anna Dimmel. I'm a blogger, author of two books. I ran a nonprofit and was also a pastor. You could say I've lived some life. I'm here now inviting you to go behind the mirror as we drop the masks and dig deep into real conversation. Welcome. Well this would be the official first episode. And, um, some of you may know me from my blog, uh, just a Jesus follower. And some of you may know me from my book, um, about forgiveness. Others may know me as a pastor. Um, others listening to this may know me as a friend who seems like I've dropped off the face of the planet. And they're like, what happened to Anna? Um, the last year has been a wild, crazy, hard, painful year, and so i I kind of dropped off the map, it seems for a little bit and um my writing changed. I know some of my followers on my blog have noticed a change in my writing, some really like it, some don't um, there's been a lot of changes everywhere, and so I thought, you know, it would be best to start um this new venture of Anna podcasting with a podcast that kind of gets everyone up to speed that says this is where I've been, this is what's been happening, and um, this is where I'm at. So um, for those of you who don't know, uh, my blog kind of took off, I don't know, maybe two years ago. I had a blog that went viral and that seemed to generate a lot of attention with magazines wanting me to to write guest articles and I had some radio spot interviews and, um, my work was published online and a lot of different, um, platforms, which was super exciting and fun, but like really unexpected. So that attention kind of caught me off guard. And it was honestly, it was just a blog about running into, um, a friend of mine who I learned, um, had was transitioning from being a guy to a girl. And that just, seemed to go bonkers on the internet. Um, And so that kind of got me more of an audience to where I had people um, engaging in my work online engaging in conversation. It it really started a fun community. And not long after that, I um, took a job as a pastor at a local church. Um, I was a youth pastor and kind of slipped into a role as an associate pastor as well. And I loved that work. It was fulfilling. It was really challenging because it was something I, I haven't been trained to do. I didn't really seek out that as a career and I, I just kind of landed there. Um, but I loved it and I um, towards the end I was in the pulpit preaching every other Sunday and I just fell in love with the work. Um, it was a really fun time, a very stretching time, but a very fun time as far as really getting to put all of the, the things that God was stirring inside of me and in my own journey of faith, getting to put them out there and strike up conversations with with people that, you know, you otherwise wouldn't have gotten to start those conversations with. So for an introvert like myself, writing and the platform of teaching, even if it's just on Sunday mornings, really provided me the opportunity to, to say things that are otherwise kind of hard for me to say. Um, so all of that happened and so i say all that just to bring everyone up to speed that's how um i kind of started into where i landed well last year um my marriage completely fell apart and i and i don't even like to say that that all happened in one year that's really not fair because it was a slow undoing you know marriages don't just end overnight it's a it's a long slow brewing process. And, um, you know, I think for a long time, I kind of just had my head in the sand, you know, have my head in denial as to the reality of where we were in our marriage, um, for a long time. And so as God usually does, he pushed me to the point of honesty, to the point of confronting issues that had been lurking for a long time and bringing all that out into the open, And, you know, bringing things that have been hiding in the dark out into the light is never fun. In fact, it's usually quite the opposite, Um, usually is very agonizing. Um, And as all of that transpired, um, our marriage just crumbled under that weight. And it has been um, a very hard, hard year personally for that reason, um, I, you know, this is by no means a, a moment of me to talk ill of of my ex husband. Now ex husband, he's a great daddy to our girls, and he and I are working very hard on building a solid friendship to work together for the best of them. And so, um, we're trying very hard to do well by them. So, in that regard. Things are looking a little up, but leading up to that, um, I just went really, really quiet and I needed to be, you know, I think there's seasons where we need to be loud and opinionated and, um, putting our voice out there, but there's also times that we need to be reflective and we really need to take a hard inventory of what's going on inside to know best how to sort through it together to get through it. And that season was that for me all last year. I was very inward. I was very quiet. I blogged here and there. Um, but I really kind of went dark and it, as hard as it was, it was so needed. You know, my life had gotten really busy, um, working at the church and being a mommy to four girls and, um, all the other things I had my hand in volunteering and you know everything it just I needed space to really look at some pain that had been there for a long time um and really look into navigating through that in a healthy way um denial is often something that I think a lot of us uh have as a close friend you know none of us like looking at hard stuff um, especially not things where our heart is involved. So really taking a hard, hard look at my story, my journey up until now, and um, facing some hard things I didn't want to face and um, some truths about myself, some truths about what people who say they love me have done to me. Um, and, you know, this isn't just speaking in terms of my recent marriage. It's speaking in terms of my, my whole story from childhood on. And so having a hard look at that and a hard look at how I feel about God and, um, some questions I have there and, you know, just being honest, like gut level honest was so good. So, so hard, but so, so good. And so this past year, that's been where I've been. And, um, out of that, has come, you know, this survivalistic thing, which I think I'll talk about um, in an upcoming episode because survival instinct is so powerful and there's so much to be said about what happens um, internally when we go through a, a season of survival. But not only has it been this survivalistic season for me, but it's been a season full of grief. And, and I, gosh, I thought this was going to be a lot happier. I'm like talking now going, oh gosh, I, I don't know. I might be turning myself off by now. Um, but Hey, this is, this is where we're at. So, um, it's been a season of a lot of grief and I, I don't use that word lightly at all. Grief, um, over things that have died. I lost, uh, two family members last year, uh, both my grandmother and my uncle, on my dad's side of the family. And, um, for those who know the Dimmel family, we are a tight knit bunch. And so those two deaths, one extremely unexpected, um, really knocked the wind out of all of us to go through that in one year. So I walked through that all while I'm walking through being separated from my husband and, and beginning the beginning stages of filing for divorce. Um, It felt like everything around me that was supposed to be solid was crumbling. And, you know, you mix in there um, friendships, right? Like when you, it's, and this saying is so true. And I remember saying this about other seasons of my life that have been hard too. It always surprises you who steps up and it always equally surprises you who doesn't right? Like the people you expect. If I go down in flames, that person is going down with me, right? Like we have those lists of people. And then when the moment comes and you're on fire and your ship is tanking, right? And it is like adrenaline fight or flight. I've got to get through this season. You're like, wait a second. You're supposed to be here. Why aren't you here? You know, you look at the people that you expected to be with you come hell or high water and they're not there. Um, I've experienced some of that this season and it really did take me by surprise. Um, but equally for every person that didn't show up, it's like God graciously brought people to stand in their place. Um, I've developed and cultivated new relationships, um, in this past year that I did not see coming, that I didn't even think were on the horizon and here they are. And what a gift, what a gift they have been, um, and so as I've walked through this season, um, there's been a lot of heartache. There's been a lot of hurt. There's been a lot of disappointment. But at the same time, there has been so much growth and so much depth and so much beauty. Um, my my home is at peace. You know, we're I feel like we're kind of coming out on the other side, which is why I feel a little bit more at ease. Sharing this with you, and even as I'm doing this, I'm not gonna lie. I'm like shaking. This is this is terrifying for me. I could teach a message on any passage you give me, but gosh, you sit me in the spotlight and say, "Okay, tell us why you've been quiet," and it's like, ugh, hard. It is hard. But here I am, and um, I'm doing this thing. By God, I'm gonna do it. So this has been hard. This has been painful, and. I at times didn't know if I was going to make it emotionally, mentally, financially, um, really, really hard. But God has met me there, um, and I i feel like I've just gotten to see a whole new side of God that um, is a lot bigger than I thought, a lot more expansive than I imagined, um, a lot he's always been a safe place for me, but this has been wildly surprising. Uh, the safety that I have felt, the provision that I've had just, gosh, the grace that has really covered me through this has just been profound. Um, and so I say all that to say, I, I feel that I'm right where I need to be and I, and I've landed right where I'm supposed to land. And, um, and God's good, and my children are good, and my family is good, and my friends have stepped up, Uh, the True Blue friends, you know, they have stepped up and um, helped me through this, you know, tackled this season, and um, I'm no longer working at the church, and I'm now working in corporate America of all places. What in the world is Anna doing there? Well, i am paying the bills that's what i'm doing there and um you know it's not a forever home for me but i will say this uh that first week that i was there i thought i was gonna die like i'm a mommy with kids who's used to being at home with kids who then pastors at a church i mean this is just totally a different um rhythm that i'm used to and so this new rhythm has been hard, hard. But after those first few weeks of like being teary in my cubicle and being scared and being nervous and and feeling like, oh my gosh, what if I'm late because I don't get the kids where they need to be on time and you know, all these what ifs that just like bombard you. Once I got in the rhythm, I saw the gift of this job. And it's, and I don't mean a gift in that I'm loving the work. The work is, is I'm good at it, but, um, I wouldn't say it's fulfilling. It's definitely not what I feel put on this planet to do. However, while I'm doing this work for now that I am capable of doing that is providing for me and for my children, I literally am able to sit at my desk and quiet for like eight hours, sometimes 10 hours, depending on the day. And I've got my earbuds in and I'm listening to podcasts and I'm turning off podcasts and then I'm writing in my head. And so when I get off of work, my head is filled with like this wealth of beauty, right? These rich conversations I've listened to online, or these um beautiful theologians talking about things that I would never have had the time before to listen to, or I'm listening to this book, or I'm listening to this author, or I'm gaining perspective from this group of people I don't know much about, right? Like I'm just learning so much. And I take that and I, and I mull it over. And, and then when I get home, if I have the energy, <clears throat> it turns into a blog or it turns into a chapter, um, of a manuscript that may one day, uh, you know, be out there. And so it's really a sweet, quiet time for me. Um, and I'm thankful. I'm really, really thankful for where, where I'm at right now. So, um, so here I am. And, um, as much as I would love to invite all of you one by one, cause I'm definitely a one-on-one or I don't do the big group so well, um, into my living room and just cry and be vulnerable and hash out all the bloody, you know, tears and sweat and, and gut wrenching, agonizing moments that I've experienced, um, this past year, I, I figured this might be a good way to start that conversation, um, and invite you in to what's been a really private, um, place. So, um, I'm still alive. I'm still here. I'm still breathing. And, um, a lot of my faith, um, has has moved and i don't mean moved as in uh-oh my faith is shaky i don't mean that i mean god is a, is a ever-changing moving breathing thing that we cannot put a label on we can't draw lines around that we can't box in and say this is you know a 100 percent predictable thing he's not like that uh it's kind of like the wind you know the wind it it moves without warning and it, um, can be very strong. It can be very gentle. It can catch you by surprise. It can take your breath away. It can be, um, something that, that, um, brings in a new season, brings in changes. You know, wind is, it reminds me a lot of God. Um, and so that those breaths that that come and catch me by surprise have been beautiful and in the same token, it's, it's moved me and it's, it's, I'm feel like I'm moving with the current, if that makes sense. Like I feel that now when I feel that, that surge, I don't try to name it as quickly, or I don't try to box it in as fast, or I don't try to quickly say, well, this has to be this because da, 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 da right? Teachers love to do that. I've moved away from that to where I just go, okay, okay. I'm going to see where this goes and I just kind of ride that wave. And it's a very carefree um thing for me cuz my brain has not always moved in that direction. My brain likes to figure things out and sort them and label them and organize them. I like doing that. I like thinking that way. But the more and more I go through this life and the more I land in places I didn't see myself landing, the more I'm realizing you know, I think he's a little bit bigger than my labels and my containers. I think he's better than that. You know, a lot of um this season that I've felt in me, it's felt like a lot of shame Um, because being raised in the church and being raised in a Christian home, divorce is not an option. I mean, it's just preached from the pulpit. And believe you me, we will get into that topic at some point, but, um, divorce is just not a thing. Doesn't happen. And so I mean, people do get divorced. I didn't mean it like that, but I mean, it is strongly suggested that those who love God the most do not get divorced. Those who are the most holy do not get divorced. (sighs) So here I am, Divorce number two and the wave of shame that I have felt in this particular chapter of life has been suffocating and and I'm sure there are those that would say, well that's not shame that's conviction right the thing is though, God never ever tugs on our heart in a way that makes us feel shame. He never tugs on a on our heart in a way that makes us feel less than or like we've, um, done something we need to go, you know, hide in the corner for, um, it's not how his voice moves. People's voices sound a lot like that, but his does not. And, and I think when I say, you know, I've, I've moved into a new place with God, that's one of the things that I have, decided to embrace is that the voice that I know, not only inside of me, but in, especially in these kinds of seasons of life that I have found myself in, that voice is steady and that voice is good. And that voice doesn't always lead me towards the pack. It doesn't always lead me down the path um, that the group or majority would want me to go down. And as much as that has bothered me and caused me to question and self-doubt in the past, I think for once, it might be because I'm, you know, turning on those late thirty, <laughs> late, 30 late 30s. You know, I hear we get a little bit more spicy in our late 30s. I think we just start to really embrace who we are. Um, I, you know, I'm starting to care less and less about what if I'm wrong? What if I'm not hearing God right? What if, what if... That person was right. You know, I could have had the most beautiful, quiet moment inwardly, right? Like in my room and in my journal and connectivity with God is happening. And I am like knowing what my next right thing is, right? Like everything in my being knows what my next right thing is. And I am confident until I share that with somebody who quickly says, well, that wouldn't be God. God would never say that. Nope, you're wrong. You need to go back in there and pray some more. And then all of a sudden, my confidence is shattered and I'm terrified I'm doing something wrong, right? I think this is the first time in life because now I can look backwards and see how every time I had an inner knowing and I followed it, I landed where I was supposed to land every time. And oftentimes when I made the mistake of listening to voices other than the inner voice, it caused a lot more, um, chaos that I didn't really have to walk through. It caused a lot more turmoil. It caused a lot more anxiety and fear and yucky stuff that I really don't have time or the energy for anymore. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of done with that. And so now, you know, people have their opinions and that's fine. We all, have freedom to have our own opinions and our own convictions, but it's a dangerous road when you decide to push your personal convictions onto somebody else, because that might not be their story. It really might not be. And, um, in this season of life, you know, I, like I said, (sighs) facing divorce number two, you know, those shame voices circle, you know, it's like the, the hawks, um, you know, circling prey, like it felt that way in my head. And, um, I'm learning, especially through going through this process, being very inward, which I've done on purpose for that reason. I needed to only hear that inner voice. Cause to be honest with you, it's the only voice I trust. Now people could have stood by my side and been my bestie for years and years and years. But let me tell you, when push comes to shove, I trust my inner knowing more than I trust them. And that's not a knock on friends. Oh my gosh, we need friends. And they can rattle us back, you know, when our heads get screwy. I'm not downplaying that by any means. But what I'm saying is, is that most of us, when we are faced with a really tough thing, most of us know what we're supposed to do already. Most of us have an inner voice that's pretty steady and pretty constant and we know, oof, this is probably what, I think this is what I'm supposed to do. And the longer we press into it, the more sure we become of that. And when it comes to seasons like the one I'm in, um, where so I felt like so much was riding on this, um, how I moved through this, I couldn't afford to listen to anything other than that voice You know, scripture says that um, the Holy Spirit teaches us all things. And I believe that to be so true. And um, as much as I glean from the wisdom of others, I have to remember that their wisdom is probably coming from their own Holy Spirit or holy or divine experience, you know? And we can, we can learn from other people's divine encounters, and we can glean from other people's experiences and other things that that they've learned and, and grown in, of course, and that's healthy and good. But, you know, kind of like Moses and the people that followed him, you know, it's like we can go up the mountain ourselves. We can have the encounter ourselves, we can get the answer ourselves. And I just am finally feeling really okay to admit that out loud. Um, Now, for anybody who ever met with me prior to this, I always counseled other people that way. I always, I say always, I try not to say always. Most of the time, I would counsel that way. And more times than not, I would encourage people to settle themselves and go inside and find what their heart is... um, connecting with, you know, what are you feeling is right inside? What do you feel God is moving your heart towards? Um, I usually would walk people through that. And, and I made a promise to myself that I would not judge whatever they felt that voice was telling them. And I held pretty true to that. But you know, it was really hard to be that gracious towards myself. Um, it was really, really hard Because when somebody tells you or challenges you that all of a sudden you're wrong, you're not hearing from God, you're making a wrong move, um, gosh, it's scary. It's scary. Nobody wants to make God mad. Nobody wants to disappoint God. Nobody wants to, to make a step that's a wrong turn, right? Like none of us want to do that. It's not like we wake up in the morning and say, I am going to purposefully go the path God does not want me to go down. That is what I'm doing. Screw everyone who says otherwise. I'm going where I want to go. Like, that's not what we normally wake up thinking. We usually want to do the right thing. And at the same time, we usually want to please people. And so it's like this, um, weird inner struggle of, do I please people or do I do what inwardly I know is right? And I think this has been an inner battle since the beginning of time. You look throughout history and um, people who made waves were usually the people that were standing out in the front, brave enough to speak out for change and brave enough to try things differently and brave enough to go against the grain when nobody else would. You know, those people go down in history as history makers, but in their time, they were not people pleasers. They were, I'm following my inner knowings in spite of what people may think of me. And so I think this season of life, I just knew that I needed to really guard my heart and I needed to be very careful as to who I invited into this decision and this, um, journey with me. And I've, you know, I'm not been a total lone wolf. I've, walked through this with the people who, who have known me the deepest. Um, my brother, my very, very best friend at the end of the day has walked through this last year side by side with me in ways I cannot repay him in. Um, so much respect for him. Um, then a couple other of my closest girlfriends have just stood their ground right next to me. And as I took flaming arrows, they, took them right alongside me like they gosh they were so loyal and gracious through all of my crying moments and my scared moments and my oh my god my life is over why am I here this is all a mess moments right like I hit rock bottom a couple times and they were so tender and gentle and kept saying go back to center you know inside how to hear that inner voice connect there we will champion whatever that voice tells you and you know they loved me the way i've tried to love other people um and i clung very tightly to them forever grateful for that um my parents have been wonderful too my extended family has been great so you know i've i've been loved well through this this chapter but i've also taken a lot of time alone to just be and process and try to, to land in a healthy place. Um, so gosh, this feels so heavy. I am like, sorry if this is like feeling heavy, it's not my intent, but anyway, so all that being said, um, I'm starting to write more from this new birth place, right? Like, uh, this is a new beginning in a lot of ways for me. Um, I'm trying to be more authentic with with my, my thoughts about God and my um, positions on things. I'm trying to just embrace my voice again. And in a lot of ways my voice for the first time. Um, so anyway, this is where I'm at. This is where the journey has twisted and turned and zigzagged and jumped and collided and blown up a few times and you know what i'm not dead so there's that (laughs) um so thank you for listening thank you for being on this journey with me and i hope you enjoy this podcast i hope you enjoyed our conversation today i would love to connect with you further You can find me and links to my Facebook and Instagram accounts on my website, justajesusfollower.com. I hope you join us next time for more honest, real, and sometimes raw conversation. See you then. Peace.